let's talk about them near ducks. I was listening to Pump Up the Jam. <laughs> I should have known. to episode 76 of the laser comb podcast podcast where uh two guys comb through classic television with a fine-tooth laser i am one of your hosts neo cal and i'm christopher siege the other one that's me is tis tis cal and the other one yeah um, neo cal and friend neo cal and and guest host Christopher Sage. Uh, yeah, we're uh, we're doing a little or little as, 20... oh. or if you uh, hover over Cal, if you hover over the uh, the video of me uh, and look at what I have named myself in the Zoom call. <laughs> um, he has named himself Scrooge McSiege. <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes, I have. Uh, and the reason why I named myself Scrooge McSiege is because uh, we uh, we're, we're reviewing a uh, the the final episode of a little show called Ducktales. Now, normally I would put in uh, the the intro music or intro video or whatever right after I announce what it is, but Disney's copyright cops are so overzealous, they would probably come to my house and take a sledgehammer to my computer personally. They'll send the Pinkertons. <laughs> if if I did you. that. <laughs> they just might. Uh, I so... changed my name, too. Oh, what is it? Splooge McCall. <laughs> uh, uh, was was yeah. the splooging due to uh, Magicka, the site of Magicka Dispel? It, as yes. you, you described her as uh, over text, the uh, like hot goth milf uh, w- duck wizard. Duck wizard. Yeah. <laughs> the hot goth milf duck wizard. <laughs> uh, you know, watching shows like this, this is 2017, but we grew up with OG DuckTales, right? Makes sense why there's a lot of furries out there. Oh yeah, most people who are furries are people who our age who grew up in the '90s, watching a lot of cartoons with anthropomorphic animal characters. A wave of '80s and '90s anthropomorphic animal characters explains a lot. I wonder if anyone fetishizes turtles. There's got to be someone. Well, I know that there's furries. The duck or the bird people are featheries. The dragon or the lizard people are scalies. And people who love Ninja Turtles are Shelleys. You could be telling the truth. <laughs> <laughs> well, consider us Shelleys, people. But yeah, like well, amphibians. Open, open up my shell and uh, uh, stick slap, my turtle head up. Slap, slap my bow staff. Yeah. Slap my bow staff. Um, would amphi- amphibians slimies? Fishies. Fishies? 
they have scales, but they wouldn't be considered scalies because those are like dinosaurs and dragons. Crustaceans? Crusticons. Crusticon. Terrorize. Uh, yeah, yeah. Good point. Like, what if like your thing is like being a giant shrimp? Right? Like, hmm. Nah. Or maybe we're in, in, encroaching in territory unexplored territory here. Let us know in the comments. <laughs> Man, I'm a crab. I'm a crab. <laughs> I'm a crab. Have to remember what the boss taught me about CQC. <laughs> Crab battle. <laughs> Did you ever? Um, it was a video that kind of went viral like over a decade ago now, but it was uh, Team Fortress 2. It was uh, er everyone were on this one team were all playing as spies and they were all in crab poses. And someone was I loved like, Team Fortress 2. Was like, was like, I'm a crab. I'm a crab. Nah, I'm a crab. Don't shoot me. <laughs> I'm a crab. Um, oh, man. TF2. What a what a what a glorious time to to be into gaming at the time. I was big. I was a big spy player. I was did, a medic. Did you? Oh, you're a medic. I was big yeah. spy and um, soldier. Yeah. The only reason I fell off of playing it was because uh, my ex-wife stole my gaming PC when she moved out and never returned it. Son of a bitch. So I didn't have a gaming PC for a few years, and, uh, and then it, you moved and just, on. Then it, yeah, I just. By the time I got one again, then I kind of just, I already hadn't played it for a few years at that point. And I think I uh, tried playing one match and the game is so like dramatically different now. I, it is that you have different weapons and different items and different like kits and yeah, very different. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where's my classic vanilla Team Fortress 2? Almost sounding like Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> Back in my day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, back in my day. I uh, so, did a shotgun and that was good enough for me. <laughs> so DuckTales, uh, for the uninitiated, uh, was a cartoon that premiered in 1987 uh, starring uh, Scrooge McDuck, who is a rich, crotchety old man who went on adventures uh, along with his pilot, uh, Launchpad McQuack, and his nephews, Huey, Dewey, and Louie. Now I've never known which one is which. It's like um, hack and slash and reboot. Yeah, doesn't matter. Yeah, either. Even either watching or. this, we watched like a, like a. This, by the way, folks, we landed on the um, finale again. Yeah. Literally season three finale. Um, Ducktail. It, yeah. it was feature length. It was <laughs> yeah. It was over an hour. That's something we've tried to avoid in the past, but. Well, gosh dang it. Uh, like the screenshot you sent me? Or I I can't... Yeah, and it was like um, dubious. Oh, what, what was it? Like the last episode? And it was like dubious citation needed or citation needed, dubious. Or did oh, I send yeah. that to you? Yeah. Oh, it, you sent it to me. And I the thing that I took away from looking at the screenshot was uh, citation uh, needed. And then in brackets, dubious. Because I don't know. I, I I don't know. I'd had a few drinks at that point, And just like reading that for whatever reason, like cracked me up. Citation yeah. needed. Dubious. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because um, he had been like, hey, actually, the last part is like three parts. And uh, I went and like looked, and I'm like, huh, huh? 
323-2325. Dubious hyphen discuss. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so uh DuckTales lasted for, uh, I think it ran until 1991, 1990 or 1991. There was a TV movie uh, that I think acted as a sequel to the original finale. And it led to a spinoff that was a very uh, big part of my my young, the younger days of my childhood, which was Darkwing Duck. Let's get dangerous. Let's get dangerous. Uh, Okay. and it was part of the uh, the the Disney Afternoon, which was a programming block that aired from the early to mid '90s, and it included shows like uh, Ducktales, Darkwing Duck, Goof Troop, um, all the other furry shit that we watched. Bonkers, <laughs> which is one that I find not a lot not a lot of people remember, but I really liked. Wow, you're the only one. Wow, that just like opened up neural pathways in my brain that I haven't. Like, like I, I can remember what certain smells smelled like from that, <laughs> that era. Yeah, uh, Bonkers was a was a fun show. It was about, but you, you know, the premise of uh, Who Framed Roger Rabbit, where it's like there's <laughs> the real world and then there's like a cartoon dimension. Basically, that's kind of the plot of Bonkers. There's like there's like a toon realm and like there's like the real world. Yeah, Except it's, the whole it's thing's all in a cartoon, there. but there's like canonically there's a cartoonic realm and then like a, a more realistically drawn with humans like human realm yeah yeah it's yeah. like a orange police cat right yeah 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 and he was partnered up with um a human cop no nonsense cop whose name was uh pickel because the joke was wow. everyone always called him pickle and he would oh. be like it's pickel yeah. Right, right. Anyway, I liked that show. Disney Afternoon Adventures. A fun programming block. That and uh that and over on Fox Kids, we had like Batman the Animated Series and the X-Men cartoon. It was always a time, man. Yeah, it was always a uh cuz I think I think Batman the Animated Series and X-Men were on they were on during the same programming block, so I always kind of had to pick and choose whether I wanted to watch like Batman or Goof Troop. That's a tough one. Batman usually won. But, Batman usually won. But sometimes it was Goof Troop. Especially if you've seen the episode of, of Batman. Yeah. Uh, so 30 years after the original cartoon premiered uh, in 2017, uh, Disney XD uh, launched a reboot of DuckTales, which is the show that we're talking about today. By the way, this is a pa- another Patreon pick, and it was pitched to us by our longtime patron, Cone Killer Confusor. Yeah. He he pitched this to us after we had done uh, Tripping the Rift as a as kind of a palate cleanser, if you will, after uh, reviewing something so terrible. So thank you, Triple C. Well, there's things to be learned from the laser comb podcast and one of them is sometimes the member berries are bitter (laughs) sometimes the member berries have spoiled and um that was a show that even i was like oh remember this oh yeah let's go check it out (sighs) on paper i'm like oh i should love this i love space shit right giant like android boobs right but like 
did we say that in the very least it was like the top three worst things we had ever uh, it's up there it's that and the penguin show are one two three penguins or three two one penguins yeah yeah either or. um Who for different, vastly different reasons yeah um but uh both, this both extraordinarily juvenile shows but in very different ways yeah uh but this i had never seen 2017 ducktales despite everyone telling me it was very good uh yeah i've watched the i watched the first season back when it was airing and i watched some of the second season uh the show ran for uh three three seasons and i just mm-hmm. kind of fell off of it for one reason or another uh but i really 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 liked this show like the show is laugh out loud funny to me not not quite so much in th- these episodes that we reviewed because these episodes are kind of like and that this is the end game yeah yeah of <laughs> like i was like holy f- there's like 60 characters <laughs> in uh in these episodes here uh not all have the spotlight right some of them are just highlighted in those like cubes they're stuck in well yeah and indeed um oh there's some really interesting cameos in this like uh at the end uh after um everyone kind of stands like in unity against the the villain i noticed a big bear that kind of looked like baloo from tailspin and i'm like but it, it's not his fur is not the right color and so i looked him up and it's a grown-up uh what's his name kit cloud kicker the kid from tailspin but it's a grown-up version of him because it's been you know it's been 30 years oh shit okay wow so you just randomly decided to individually look that up because you're like oh, it looks different than baloo yeah i was like he's got like the same basic shape as baloo but like his fur is not the right color that's that's wild huh yeah kit kit cloud kicker i think was his name was the kid in tailspin but yeah it's him as a as an adult wild. i'm like wow that's an interesting cameo uh, the right? rest the rescue rangers briefly appear i thought i was like was that the rescue rangers uh darkwing duck and gizmo duck are featured pretty prominently in this episode like they're part of the main like uh strike force yeah like they're and even uh uh this this i thought was pretty fun even um uh darkwing duck's adopted niece goslin is in the episode right goslin right yeah yeah yeah. uh interestingly enough she's voiced by uh the what's her name stephanie uh beatrice um who was in brooklyn 99 she played rosa yeah uh, by the way, uh, this show and these ep- even and these episodes in particular, it's a real who's who of hey, it's that person. <laughs> it, it is, yeah. It really is. Like uh, Scrooge McDuck is voiced by uh, David Tennant of Doctor Who fame, and also of uh, he played Kilgrave in the first season of Jessica Jones. Hmm. I always forget about that. And uh, Danny Pudi from Community is one of the is one of the nephews uh ben schwartz is another one of the nephews yeah uh who jim radish who was the the principal of um in community is uh the scientist guy oh that's nice that was a great character uh gizmo duck himself is voiced by lin-manuel miranda of all people 
the guy, oh. the Hamilton guy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it, it really is like you said. It's the who's who of of, <laughs> of hey, tales. Of hey, it's that person. Of hey, it's that guy. Yeah. I'd like you know able, what? I'd like to be able to take credit for that, but I actually heard someone say that on another podcast and thought it. Yeah, was Yeah, that funny. sounds familiar. Yeah, Probably. it's uh, Bibbs and Whitney. Whitney said it's a real who's the cast is a real who's who of hey, it's that guy. And uh, it's, that's I, a good quote. Yeah, it is. So I've decided to uh, I've decided to steal it. Yes. All right, I'm going to go to the I'm going to go to the IMDb page for this episode. By the way, we're reviewing uh, the final episode of the series, episode 69. Nice, nice. Which is feature length. Um, now on Disney Plus, which is where I watched it, it's broken up into three episodes. But when it originally aired on March 15th of 2021, so three years ago now, when it originally aired, it originally aired as one. Uh, like feature length episode. Uh, uh, Webby is voiced by uh, Kate uh, Mikuchi, who, if you look at a picture of her, you'll know exactly who she is. She's uh, she's been in a lot of things. She's got she's got a very um, memorable face. Is, oh, is what I will yeah. say. Yeah, her. Yeah, and let's see who else is in this. Top cast. No, I want all. Yeah, my of partner the cast. had introduced me to um, Garfunkel and Oates. Oh yeah, uh, which yeah. is how I first. Yeah. Uh, Bradford Buzzard, who is the main bad of this episode, is voiced by Mark Evan Jackson, who played uh, Kevin, notably played Kevin on uh, Brooklyn Nine Nine. Yeah, um, and uh, there's is like it- a villain with like a beak. Steel Beak. plays um, Steel Beak, yeah. Um, and he's got such an iconic voice. Uh, he he played, sounds the same in everything he plays. He's played by Jason uh, Mansukis. That's who, his name, right? Also yeah. from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. Uh, he played the like crazy detective guy. He's also, yeah, he's a voice actor in a lot of things. Like I think he's even in like The Good Place. Like a s- simulation or something in, in The Good Place. Uh, John Carlo Esposito, who played notably played Gus Fring in Breaking Bad, uh, uh, plays a character named Phantom Bot in this episode. A lot of people, a lot of people in a lot of things. Yeah, there's ghosts, there's statues with Scrooge heads. That, that thing by, is the voiced most... By, con- voiced by Keith David. Which he's just been silent up until this episode. Um, that thing's the can for somebody who hasn't watched any of the series, that being a recurring character is the most confusing thing to me. It's a statue of a horse that walks on its hind two legs, but its head is Scrooge. Uh, it is a living headless horse, anthropomorphic horse that walks on two legs. Um, and what it has on its head is a statue of Scrooge McDuck. Uh, yes, yeah. <laughs> that, <is what> <laughs> that, that that doesn't clear anything up. <laughs> I guess it's revealed in this that he's a headless horse of the apocalypse. But yeah, then he, it grows a horse head and he, it can yeah, talk. Yeah, he is. Uh, uh, what's his name? Manny the uh, 
headless man manny the headless man horse i think is what he's called named nice manny the headless man horse jaleel white uh plays a character named gene the genie jaleel white steve urkel himself nice yeah what what a cast what a cast. cast Uh, so because it's feature length, I say we, instead of just recapping, like everything, we can kind of just talk about things in broad strokes. That's what I was going to suggest. Yeah. We're both on the same, same page there. Uh, but the, the who's who is uh, a character that I ended up really liking, uh, Webby. Yeah. Webby's great. Um, they, uh, they're throwing a birthday party for her and uh, Webby is becoming gratiated into like the family. Um, I don't know her history exactly, but it's nebulous. Oh, and she finds out in the episode, but. Um, uh, yeah, her they, origin really surprised me. It's yeah. Interesting. And uh, but she ends up getting. Uh, they end up. No, sorry. The whole gang ends up finding a lab, an enemy lab. There's like a, a big shadowy board of villains. Uh, um, foul. <laughs> yeah Powell, who um, uh, frequently clashed with uh, Darkwing Duck back in the 90s cartoon and indeed Steelbeak is actually a Darkwing Duck villain and uh, they, they come across this and they manage to get through the base because the one with the hat um, <laughs> Huey, Dewey, Louie uh, it, the layout is like his favorite like double O duck game right I imagine it's like golden I 64 and um, the base is mostly empty except for some, uh, some clones and one is blue themed and one is pink, uh, yellow themed, I think. And uh, their names are uh, May and June. Yeah. And indeed they, we find out very quickly that they're clones of Webby Webby, who yeah. is the granddaughter of uh uh, Scrooge's friend and confidant, uh, Mrs. Beakley. She's pretty cool. Who we also f- find out. And the show, like, I don't think ever really, like, hid this at all. Like, it was never, like, a big revelation. But she used to be, like, a like a secret agent. Mm-hmm. And she's retired now. Yeah. And um, that's her grandma. Yeah. Yeah. And so they're clones. And they're like, that's weird. Why? And the adults are immediately like, okay. This is sus. Yeah, they, they're, clo- they're clones made by Fowl. Like something, something is rotten in the state of Duckburg. And they, they act just like normal, like girls. And they're like, no, everybody go off, go do normal things. And they, uh, they not imprison them, but like kind of keep them away from everyone else. Uh, but uh, Webby decides to go and... Uh, it the show being what it is, Webby decides to go and uh, go talk to them. Indeed, and, and um, right away they're sus because it's like they're trying to like throw sh- doubt on May and June, or trying to like throw doubt on. Oh, they're yeah, they're very clearly like trying to manipulate her. Yeah, and indeed they end up doing so so effectively that when. Uh, her Magic friends, girl. her friends, uh, Lena and Violet, I think is the other one's name. 
Uh, Lena oh, the is wizard a girl is cool. Lena, I really uh, is a really is a really good character. I really like her. Uh, they are like basically are trying to say like, hey, we're your family, like yada yada yada. Found and, family, yeah, yeah, found family. And the the clones, uh, May and June, are like, no, but we're your real family, and. Yeah, because like by blood, and don't you want to find out who your real, real parents are? And uh, they they end up succeeding in uh, driving a wedge between uh, between Webby and her friends, like very, very quickly. Meanwhile, there is a subplot going on where uh, Donald Duck and his presumably his girlfriend are planning on going off on a sailing adventure together, mm-hmm. and, and his sister is trying to has a problem with it see his, his sister Della who is uh the the nephews Huey Dewey and Louie it's her mom it's their mom Ew. Uh, a big thing in the first oh, season. uncle uncle uh uh uncle Donald Donald yeah right right okay okay yeah yeah a, a big thing in the first season was they were she had been missing most of their lives and they, and they thought she was and they thought presumed she was, dead they thought that she was gone, but like Scrooge never gave up on looking for her. And it turns out she actually like crashed, crashed on, on the moon or something. Moon, because the end of season one. <coughs> oh, by the way, um, I accidentally uh, watched the wrong like episode and I watched the very last episode of season one first, which is uh, when um, um, goth milf uh, duck wizard. Magic. Um, is uh magica dispel uh great naming by the way in the the whole show uh is introduced and uh at the very end of that it hit it shows kind of like a like a, a clip of like somehow she's like alive on the moon in like a base or something like that yeah and i'm like oh shit you're going to the moon folks moon ducks Moon ducks in space. <laughs> moon ducks on the moon. <laughs> moon in ducks space. on the moon in space. 3D. Uh, HD remix. <laughs> remastered. Uh, Turbo edition. <laughs> versus Marvel. Uh, <laughs> later, later on in the uh, in the episode, there when uh, Scrooge and uh Della are fighting this big like weird like Frankenstein monster type yeah. thing uh Scrooge actually like hops around on his cane like a pogo stick in reference to the DuckTales NES game which I thought was pretty rad that is what that was that's that's what that's from he didn't do that in the original show that was straight up the nice the video game yeah I thought so yeah the SNES game right <laughs> Uh, I think it was on was NES. It, was it? Snet? Oh, Pretty man. sure it was NES. Yeah. 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 There yeah. Was, I, I, there's a lot of little subtle things. It's it's NES because it was eight bit. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 I I feel like I'm gonna have to double check. Um, you ever get a video game lib a digital video game library that's so friggin' ginormous? on like multiple <laughs> platforms where you think of a video game and you're like, do I own that? I feel like I do. Right. And it's like a humble bundle, maybe like 
Like, I feel like I they they released a few years ago a collection that had like all the NES like Disney games. It had like Ducktales and like Rescue Rangers and Darkwing Duck. I feel like I own it because I know I've played it, right? And it's like, yeah, yeah, I must yeah. I must own it. You must, because <laughs> <laughs> how else would I have played it? It's not like renting video games is a thing anymore. Imagine being able to rent a Nintendo game. Just I imagine. Why, I don't know why digital will. game rentals aren't a thing. They, they, they kind of were, or maybe they stopped doing it. PlayStation is a mess. They're, they're, they have three different place, four different like PlayStation Plus like tiers, and you can rent games, but like you can stream them with PlayStation Now. It, it, they kind of, they kind of let you rent games. But yeah, I it get, should be a thing. I guess X, on Xbox, the closest thing to that is Game Pass. What I was thinking, yeah. Kind of like that, because you pay for the month. Remember, you just have access to. Remember when we worked at Blockbuster? Was it called Game Pass? But there was a thing that they introduced where you could pay like 30 bucks a month and you would get unlimited game rentals. The thing you was... You could only have a certain amount out at a time. You could only have you one. You switch them out as many times as you want. You could only have one out at a time, or I think you could pay an extra $10 a month and you could have two out at a time. Was that it? I think so, yeah. Was it called Blockbuster Game Pass? It was, right? I think I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Folks, we're, we're talking, this is going back like 15 years now. Yeah, I think, I think it, well, I'm just going to Google. Blockbuster, Blockbuster Game, Game Pass. Pass. I'm not going to find... <laughs> anything probably not no oh it was i found somebody took a picture of a flyer i'll send it yeah it was called yeah i need to see this. game i'm gonna send it to you um but yeah it was you're you're right i was yeah. like holy shit that sounds familiar sweet um i'll send Those that the in the chat How it was surprisingly a hard for? sell for people right which i'm like they were ahead of the times man yeah they send file there it is your computer aha sent in the chest men of valor splooge mccall shared a file (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah sweet yeah blockbuster game pass God damn right. Offer ends 10 Get unlimited gaming for only $14.99 on your first month. Play as many games as you want for as long as you want. What? So Blockbuster should be suing Microsoft. Basically. Yeah. Yes. Yes. The like three franchise uh, owners that are left in, in the world should be suing uh microsoft i think the there is billion dollar i think there's only two or maybe oh, just two now? now the one that was in alaska finally that like uh uh that john oliver was like heavily promoting that one ended up closing no down. oh we went from three to two to i think the one many? in bend oregon is the one that's is the last one that's still going but it was funny though because like the, you're right there's one left for a while the one in the, oregon 
Yeah, there were like three of them. There was that one. There was the one up in Alaska, and I think there was one in like Illinois or something. But they were all calling themselves the last blockbuster, and it's like, eh, close, but they, there can only be one. <laughs> I tell the you, last blockbuster. They tell you, I want to. If we do a Highlander podcast someday, which I really want to, I want to name it. There can be only some. <laughs> there can be only some. <laughs> That's uh, pretty good. Um. Oh fuck! I completely lost where we we got like pretty far in the weeds there. I completely lost where we were. Dead. Uh. But yeah, in all good old yield duck duke and tails. Um. Oh. Um. So yeah. So clones. D- Donald and uh, his. Uh, presumably girlfriend want to go on a sailing adventure uh, together around the world and Della Duck thinks that she's coming but Donald's like "Uh, actually I kind of just want this to be an us thing he's like so the lady I'm boning kind of don't want my sister and her and I to be the only ones on a boat for three months (laughs) and I'm like lady (laughs) Like download Tinder or something like, <laughs> like Tin Duck, Tin Duck, D- Doctor D- doesn't Doctor. really work. Mister Tin Duck, Mister Tin Doctor. Oh, but eventually, yeah, that's happening in the background, right? And Donald is. I'm not even going to try to do his like voice. I'm not 12 anymore. My and my throat probably can't handle it. Uh. But, uh, yeah, that's happening. And then it's revealed that, ho, ho, lo and behold, uh, the one with the hat, the red one, Huey, Dewey, and or Louie. When I do a voice impression, I like to take it seriously with voices (laughs) like this. Cheers. (laughs) Worst impressions ever. We need What we need to do is find people that do better impressions and bring them into our podcast. Yes. That's exactly what we need to do. Yes. And <laughs> Huey, Dewey, and or Louie. And or Louie. And uh, <laughs> Huey, Dewey, and or Louie, um, the one with the hat, the red one, um, sees that uh, they're stealing shit. The, the clones, May and June. Yeah. Including is this big-ass sword. Big-ass glowing magic sword. Yeah. And then they end up uh, kidnapping Webby. And uh or do they? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> it's very obvious, uh, but they, they let the audience know quickly. Um that uh in the fight, because one of them, uh I think it's like June, um successfully steals the artifacts, and she's like, May beat up Webby, because it's revealed that they're actually like working with foul. Um beat up uh webby and bring her along but webby beats up may and or june (laughs) (laughs) and um uh switches clothes right to go and get answers and uh off they get they get in uh steel beak uh like helicopter or something they fly off to the lost library of alexandria uh, one thing, okay, so uh, Huey is the one in red, 
he's the one voiced by Danny Pudi. And Dewey is the blue one who's voiced by Ben Schwartz. And Louie oh, is the yeah. green one. We'll never know. So <laughs> uh, Dewey and Louie, <laughs> this made me laugh. Like they're watching this show called Ottoman Empire. And it's literally two like burly guys moving Ottomans around. <laughs> it's, it's like a moving show. Yeah. And their moving company is called Ottoman Empire. Yeah. <laughs> That's so fucking good. <laughs> that, that, <laughs> when it was like, we now return to Ottoman Empire, and it's two burly guys like literally moving an Ottoman. Moving a couch. Uh, <laughs> that, that I laughed out loud at that. Right. <laughs> that, that that is good. And uh, one thing, I quickly like within minutes of um, like watching uh, or even the wrong episode sometimes is that um, it's just well written. Like the even though it's like four kids, like it's also not. Yeah, totally. Like all the member berries clearly aren't for like. 12 year olds 10 year olds yeah right this this is a show for 10 year olds and also like people who were watching the original ducktales when they were like six yeah yeah and, and the writing's just like good like a kid will find like something funny but then like a kid won't find like the ottoman empire like bit funny no a child's not that's gonna go completely over a kid's head but like yeah. a grown-ass adult can see a moving show called Ottoman Empire and think that's hilarious. Yeah, I enjoyed that. And uh, again, because there's so much happening, this isn't like probably one of the funnier episodes. But no, it definitely isn't. Like you said, it's the, uh, it's, it's the who's who of who's that guy. They, I or mean, it's that guy. The, this episode is called The Last Adventure, and... Indeed, like it feels like a last adventure. They go on one big last hurrah to finally like take down like the big bad. We bring back yeah. basically every character who's cam who's been in the show. The duck, even the duck first, even who's not in the show. Yeah, they. Uh, I was I missed it, but I was reading that apparently Bonkers D Bobcat like even pops up in one shot in the background. Oh, I didn't see him. No, I didn't see him either. But uh, according to the wiki, he he appears. So this episode is kind of is intended to not only like wrap up DuckTales as a show, but also to like as like a big homage to like the Disney like adventure afternoon from the 90s. And uh, yeah, and indeed the gargoyle, even the like the gargoyles homage. Yeah. <laughs> as um like his, the stone skin like breaks away and like the wings like <laughs> like stretch out uh, <sighs> so in the in the third episode the third part we're, we're uh, i'm gonna jump ahead for a second just yeah, we're, we're talk, jumping talking ahead about. all of basically we, we got to the part where it's like okay gang everyone needs to go and track webby down yeah because she's missing and so are the clones and at first the the kids try to come and the adults are like no no you need to stay here and they're like no no they like this is our family like listen we're, we're here old man let's are we gonna do this thing where you just let us come or do we have to do this song and dance where you tell us not to come we end up coming anyway and then we end up working together and scrooge is like 
welcome aboard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> there you go. I, I like that. Yeah, so do I. Um, but in the third part, the beginning of the third part, the uh, Manny, the uh, Manny, the headless man horse. Yeah. Uh, he touches like a. Uh, some spell gets cast on him and all of a sudden like uh he can move and like talk and everything again and he's like i live i'm free and then what it turns out is what this thing does is it turns it turns like non-living matter into living matter and vice versa so then so what happens is he's a living like horse body with a stone head what happens is his body freezes in stone and his head comes to life he can't yeah yeah is that what happened I, I'm that, so that's confused. what happened that's what happened and his reaction indeed is basically just like god damn it yeah, he's <laughs> and we like, find oh. out and we find out that he's voiced by keith david and then after yeah. the spell after the spell is broken he uh takes off the stone head and he's like oh i swore i would never do this again and he grows a fucking gargoyle head and a very familiar theme song plays, namely the Gargoyles theme, the do, 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 and like bat wings like come out of his back. And his skin starts like shedding the, the, like stone, the, yeah. the, sto the stone and his wings like break free, just like how the Gargoyles like wings break free. And I'm like, ah, uh, nice. <laughs> I, I, as soon as like when he started when I first started hearing him talk and he was voiced by Keith David, I'm like, Oh, Hey, that's cool. That's definitely Keith David. And then when he grows the head and I start seeing like the wings, like emerge and hearing that theme, I'm like, Oh shit, they're going for it. They're going for it. <laughs> I swore that I'd never do this again, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, that, that was a really hype moment for me. So much that, so that, that was actually, nice that I actually messaged Cal and I was like, I was like, there is a holy shit uh, homage <laughs> to something in the beginning of the third episode. I I, I enjoyed that a lot. Another thing um, I like is uh, presume I like Launchpad and they doubled down on him being dumb and lovable in the 2017 one. Totally, they're much dumber but nicer than than classic Launchpad. There are many, many, many laugh out loud moments, at least in what I've seen of the show thus yeah. far, which as I mentioned is the first season and a little bit of the second season. There are so many laugh out loud moments that involve Launchpad. <laughs> he's, I, he's I like how they do the, the character. And um, in the fight scene, when everyone's getting overwhelmed and captured and it's just him, and he like has that uh like captain america or like iron man and pepper like moment like whatever it is when like the like so, gizmos go ahead so, yeah so i i liked how they built toward this because i saw what they were doing immediately when like the the robot duck i can't remember what his steel name beak is. dude that when the robot um, duck is like trying to like hack because so darkwing duck and uh fenton who is the guy who normally wears the gizmo duck armor they're trapped right, right. in the cell and the and little like robot thing is like trying to like hack the cell because 
Darkwing's so stupid because he's all like, why would Gizmo like put put you in the suit? Why wouldn't he come himself? Like he sees in denial that who whatever his name was uh, could actually be. Uh, yeah, Fenton. Fenton, Fenton Crackshell is the guy in the could suit. Could actually be. Gyro Gear Loose is the scientist guy who built the Gizmo Duck armor. Yeah. Right, right. But yeah, you saw it building. I, I saw them building toward it. So they. He's like, wait a minute. Uh, he tells the like robot uh, duck thing. Uh, he's like, wait a minute. Hack the suit. And so he hacks the suit. And um, uh, Launchpad is like trying to. Because uh, it was like, short circuited at some point and uh, fell off. And so- something happened to it and it caused the suit to go into like basically a reboot loop. Yeah. So the, the armor fell, fell off of him. And that's how he got captured. And so when Launchpad is like in the middle of this fight, after the suit is finished being hacked, it, it the camera like kind of zooms in on the suit and the suit just says awaiting new user. And I'm like, I see where they're going with this. Right. Yeah. And uh, indeed, uh, Launchpad ends up becoming Gizmo Duck. It was and I like and I like that. And, and I like the build toward it. It's leading. It's building up to it because he feels like the dumb, like useless one in it with a, a bunch of heroes. And then it's and, and Darkwing gives him a pep talk. He's like, "Oh well, we may be, you know, the heroes on the outside, but like you have the heart of a hero." I liked that. And they're like, huh, who are you supposed to be? And he's like, I'm the pilot. And I was like, <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> I'm a pilot. Launchpad McQuack. And despite the number of times he's probably crashed, um, I don't know if I could ever bring myself to do that. Hauling like thousands and thousands of pounds of metal through the air. It just And like being able to like do it safely. It's witchcraft, man. (laughs) (laughs) How metal thousands of pound be in air? Magic. How ship millions of pounds of metal float on water? How car go vroom. How car go vroom indeed. You know, I would actually, I, I wouldn't want to fly a plane. I would totally fly a helicopter, though. Yeah, I I feel like those are more complicated. (laughs) Well, if Flight Simulator, Microsoft Flight Simulator has taught me anything. If playing Battlefield on Xbox Live has taught me anything, is that indeed no one does know how to fly a helicopter. (laughs) If playing Elite Dangerous has taught me anything, it's that learning how to control advanced oh machinery is the most complicated fucking thing. If ever. Elite Dangerous has taught me anything, it's, it's to give up in 20 minutes of playing the game. It's that I can waste an hour and not even figure out how to turn my engines on. <laughs> That's oh. I, I've played the game like an hour. I'm like, I can't do this, man. That... <laughs> God, that game was such a... I I think I paid like 30 bucks for it. It was such a waste of money. Got it. Like when it was like cheaper on like a... Like for 10 bucks on Epic or something like that. And I'm like, okay, let's let's do this. (sighs) Not for me. 20 minutes later. Okay. We're not doing this. 
time to go back to Microsoft Flight Simulator. <laughs> Itself, not a simple game. You can simplify it, though, which I appreciate. They, um, you can either play in, like, full advanced, like, mode where you have to, like, adjust, like, every single dial and whatnot. Or you can just, like, pick up a controller and kind of play a more streamlined version. Fucking go, yeah. Still haven't figured out how to land properly. Sometimes I like to just, uh, like, free fly and, like, fly from Nanaimo to Victoria. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Just like, okay, like, let's do this. Let's just see the sights. Yeah, let's just, because it's, like, it uses, um, like, Bing, like, Earth, like, Bing yeah. Maps to, and like. to simulate the, yeah. And, like, you look at it, like, flying over, like, Nanaimo's, like, harbor, like, looking down at the ground. Like, when it's you pretty see cool. It, like, it, it's, it's pretty accurate. You're like, hey, that's, that's where I am. Um, uh, I deep dived into Microsoft uh, Flight Simulator. Not deep dive, sorry. I knew someone who did and had, like, the thousands of dollars of, like, equipment and, and everything and the community involved therein and the, the people that practice to actually go get their like license and stuff. And I was like, whoa, like I didn't realize there's this like huge community, like that's been like hard, like, like playing this game for like 20 years. <laughs> well, I say game, but like the iterations of Microsoft flight simulator. Uh, I think the first one came out like 40 years ago, like in like 1940 decades, right? Like in 1982 or something like that. Yeah, I, I didn't realize that they're still like and still attracting young people and they're still like a like a niche, but like very like dedicated Microsoft Flight Simulator uh, well, that, community. That, that one that just came out in 2020, I think, is quite good. It's on PC and uh, Xbox. Yeah, it's quite good. It It's hard, but maybe Damn, after I was flying a plane, maybe, maybe after we're finished recording, I'll uh I'll go crash a plane or a helicopter. Go, go crash a plane into like Victoria International Airport. I'm back. Why, why, why Jay? <laughs> Here's CG. <laughs> uh, where, you just, where hear, you just hear let the bodies hit the floor like flying as I'm like doing like a kamikaze like dive. <laughs> Or like I aim the plane into a kamikaze dive, but I like put on a parachute and open the door and like jump out like Now we're playing GTA. <laughs> oh. And uh, multiplayer killed the GTA franchise. Those motherfuckers were coming out every two, three years. That's been like ten. It has been, or it's been 11 years now. 11? Fucking shark cards, man. If you listening, you bought a shark card, you're part of the problem. You know, and the reason, well, and uh, not, not only that, but uh, also companies, people being willing to buy the same game over and over again on multiple, like on whatever the latest platform is, is also part of the problem. That's why we don't have an Elder Scrolls 6 as of yet and skyrim came out 13 years ago i bought collector's edition on 360 yeah 
on 360. You know what? Fuck it. The uh, voice controls for Connect were dope, and they worked really well. Oh, for uh, on, for Skyrim, Skyrim. yeah. yeah. Um, and I have Alduin statuette. Like you've you've seen it, and I I, I got the collector's edition and and everything. Uh, no regrets. Oh man, like I want to say thousands of hours, but I have bought it multiple times. I, I mean, bought it for PC so I can mod the fuck out of it like a decade later. <laughs> I mean, I've done it too. Like I've uh, like I've purchased metal anything you can like possibly play Metal Gear on. I have purchased a Metal Gear game on it. There we go. <laughs> and uh, I, I mean, I've even done the same thing with Skyrim. Like I had it on uh, uh, PS3 back in the day, and or no, I had it on 360. No, no, it was. No, no, it was PS3 that I had it on. I had it on PS3 back in the day, and then I bought it the like anniversary edition on like my Xbox yeah. Series console, and yeah. so I'm also part of the problem. But We're this not is part why of the problem. But, but th- this, this is why we've had to wait eighty. It's been eighty four years for an Elder Scrolls game. Meanwhile, you stop it! Stop it! Nobody's playing Starfield. Nobody's playing 76. Stop it. Make fucking Elder Scrolls. Yeah. I don't know. A lot of people really like Fallout 76 now. I know. It only took, I know. Like, what, seven years? <laughs> when did that game, fucking game even come out? Oh, it came out in 2018, I think. It took like six years, but people finally like the game. It's like, this is not sending the right message to developers. Because what this is, the message this is sending to developers is... you can is, release broken-ass shit. You can release a shit game, but as long as you iterate on it for long enough, people will eventually like it. Because the people that came when it was new stuck around and saw the changes happening in real time and were like part of the history. And then as the game gets better, those people say, hey, you should play this. It's actually better now. And it's like mounting. But like, no, like it was like over a year before it's like, hey, like there are NPCs with like dialogue now. Yeah. No. Make Elder Scrolls. I would pay a thousand dollars to get Elder Scrolls rather rather than waiting an additional five years. Like if I had gotten it in 2020, I would I would pay uh, I'd pay that a thousand bucks for it instead of waiting till 2025, oh, which it's... is when we'll probably get a trailer. Yeah, I was gonna say. Ned... I think they said uh, shortly after Starfield came out that it's at least like five years away still. I'm like, for Christ's sake. Like 15 I'd... years we're going to be waiting. Well, uh, because what was it? November 11th, right? 11, 11, 11. Yeah. I was in my mid 20s <laughs> when that game came out. And folks, I will be 40 next year. I have an older friend that says... Like that game better fucking come out before he he nears he nears his deathbed. <laughs> At this point, I'm beginning to wonder. <laughs> it's gonna be like fucking twenty thirty. I don't want seventy six. I don't want Starfield. I don't want Elder Scrolls Online. Please, please, for the love of God, let me play four K 
cat milfs <laughs> in whatever province it's going to be set in. Please. You can only mod Skyrim so many times and play for so many thousands of hours. No, I'll, I'll bet you anything before we even get Elder Scrolls 6, we're going to get fucking Starfield 76. Don't you dare. <laughs> I No. They're going to keep... We're, we're going to get like the Fallout 76 version of like Starfield. Starfield, a game that I was hype on at the beginning, but I very quickly fell off of. I hate that that is probably true. I hate that so much. I'm almost teary eyed. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to bring you down, but the, the reality is, yeah, that's probably that, that's probably where we're headed. We're going to be like 55 and be like, sweet, Elder Scrolls 6. And the youngins are going to be like, why is it called Elder Scrolls 6? And we'll be like, gather around, children, gather around the lemon tree. Because <laughs> we, we tell you. <laughs> oh, it's going to, at that point, they'll just be, it'll just be called the Elder Scrolls. Won't even have a number in it. The Elder Scroll. <laughs> the Elder Scroll. Yeah, like when something's rebooted after a long time and it's just the first one again. Yeah. The Elder Scroll. <laughs> right. And it's like set like way before all the other Elder Scrolls games. Yeah. Don't give them ideas. <laughs> I mean, I'll take an Elder Scroll before Starfield 76. Yeah. 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 Where the hell were we in Duck DuckTales? Oh, they're mm. all at the, the Library of Alexandria <laughs> fighting. Right. And, uh, so uh the the what's his name the the big bad um bradford buzzard uh he convinces webby he he tells webby like hey help me find like the greatest treasure of all and i'll tell you why uh what your purpose is and who your real parents are red brother is there and he's ingratiating himself with or someone is because he's like i'm not a villain I'm a businessman. Yeah, because protecting Hue artifacts. Huey is like a big. He, he's really into. I can't remember what they call it, but it's basically Cub Scouts. And yep. uh, Bradford Buzzard is like, ah, I am the original Cub Scout, young boy. And I'm not opposed to. Basically, your uncle's gotten rich. I'm a businessman. I I want to preserve all these things. See. And like shows him like a library of like books and artifacts that he's like preserving. Mm -hmm. And so he like kind of like pals up with him. Meanwhile, he manipulates Webby into grabbing into like grabbing the ultimate treasure, which is this like uh, what do they call it? The golden papyrus, golden papyrus. And it only appears to somebody from the McScrooge lineage. Which she doesn't know at the time. The, the McDuck lineage, which McDuck lineage, I mean. Yeah, we we don't know at the time that that's we, that doesn't get revealed until later on. For some reason, she's special, and she could retrieve it when the others couldn't. The other villains and June and May couldn't. Yeah, and uh, wouldn't you know it? Uh, he immediately uh shows his true colors in that he wanted this thing to he wanted this golden papyrus to do up a contract to buy that would bind 
uh, Scrooge McDuck uh, from not adventuring uh, ever, ever again. Yeah, no more adventures for you because he doesn't want chaos. And it's revealed he was the very first like Cub Scout um, and his mom, an intrepid adventurer herself, pulled him around the world going on dangerous adventures and traumatized him. Essentially, he was a bookworm, a numbers guy. Yeah. Right. And he he didn't didn't like that, didn't want that. And he wants to stop chaos. Yeah. And, and so he, by stopping. We, we find uh, out Scrooge. Uh we find out that he basically was not, he was the first Cub Scout, but he was the worst Cub Scout and actually <laughs> the first hated and it. the worst. Yeah, I'd actually hated it. And yes, uh, his mom, an adventurer, uh, made him do all of this stuff and he didn't want to do kind it. Kind of feel for him. Like now he uses his business acumen to like collect and preserve artifacts. And he keeps correcting because in the league of shadowy villains, foul, um, he, whenever someone's like, ah, oh, truly villainous. And he's like, Hey, I'm, I'm a businessman. Uh, I'm not a villain. Like that's his something that he, uh, that he constantly corrects the other uh, villains. He gets about. up to some villainy eventually though. And the, the climax of this episode. So he takes the big uh, glowing sword that one of the clones retrieved. And uh, it makes him bigger, stronger, smarter, faster, and gives him this. He's got like a, a magic armor and the, oh, no, the sword gave him the armor, right? Yeah. And it's revealed um, that the sword brings out who you truly are. Like on the inside. When he starts doing villainous things. So he has a bunch of hostages on the top of this mountain. And there's this like weird, like red, like vortex thing. That apparently is supposed to transport people to other dimensions, but he's changed it somehow so that it just like sends whoever he drops into it into oblivion. Like it completely like obliterates them. And they never, and I'm like, at that point, just start lining people up and shooting them. Like I, Right. You're essentially killing them. And indeed, it reveals uh, during the big like finale uh, between Scrooge and him um, that he doesn't want to throw um, Scrooge in. He he would like find a way out somehow. Yeah, yeah he said he's like, I'm not going to, to even bother throwing you into this thing because uh, knowing you, you'll just find some way out anyway. And I'm like, I, I, I liked that little bit there. Right. Like he doesn't underestimate his rival. Yeah. yeah. This guy, uh, Scrooge McDuck has been such a thorn in this guy's side for so long that he's like throwing you literally into the void. Like you'll still figure out some, some way out of it, which I'm like, yeah. And instead he wants him to sign this magical contract. And on the last page, it's like a deep magic demon binding like contract made out of like magic gold yeah the golden papyrus that webby retrieved he draws up this like ironclad contract that he's been working on for 30 years yeah apparently yeah that basically says that scrooge and his family and friends can all go free but he has to sign this contract agreeing that he will never adventure again and the reason he's doing all of this is because he wants there to be less chaos in the world, but 
But indeed, in the last few decades, it's been increasing. And connected to all of it, aliens, mummies, uh, like, you know, like time travel, like all that kind of stuff. It's Scrooge. Yeah. And by binding his family and making them not adventure, there can be some semblance of normalcy. And presumably on his part, like predictability and safety. Right. Like he mentions it sometime in the movie, in, in the movie, <laughs> in the uh, episodes that um, every time there's instability or chaos, the, the stock market like falls or crashes. And he right. wants like economic business stability, safety and it, essentially like safety for himself and wants pre- things to be more predictable. And I'm like, huh, it, it it's a believable villain goal honestly i I like this (laughs) i've never seen this before it's not even really a villain goal but he does get villainous in that he straight up just kills two of his henchmen well because scrooge is like yeah but like then you still have your wacky like villains going about there and he's like you're right and he like shoves the bitch Like the mechanical, like Iron Man claw hand, well, he starts like, check off into by, the oblivion by by killing a couple of uh, of his henchmen, and uh, and then the the uh, mechanical arm lady is like, "Oh, how villainous of you!" And he's like, he, "Again, he's As like, he's I'm not falling. a villain. I, I'm not a villain. I'm a businessman." And then and she's like, are, are, someone's like, are you sure that's pretty villainous?" And then, as he like goes to toss her into the vortex, she just smiles. She's like, "Ah, oh, I really have made a villain out of you." <laughs> yeah, and I was like, "Well, if you're going to oblivion, that's good final words." Yeah. <laughs> Excuse me, and um, so he signs it. And um, he's like, ah, good. And as one final act of blah, blah, blah. And he like kicks Donald into it after Scrooge signed it. And I'm like, wouldn't that be breaking the contract? And then it would become null and void. And then because you didn't let him and his family go. I think... Donald isn't actually a blood relative of Scrooge because remember uh, Huey, Dewey and Louie aren't actually his nephews, but Donald is their uncle and Della is their mom. I'm not sure what Donald calls Scrooge uncle Scrooge too. I I feel like he's just like an adopted uncle of theirs. Okay. Okay. Yeah. No, no, no. He is because it's revealed that Webby is technically blood because we find out and this was this was actually a shocker for me and it's not unbelievable like they they built to it believably like i yeah i dig it she she's a clone of scrooge mcduck and because scrooge actually had no like blood like heirs of any kind uh buzzard buzzard man bradford buzzard uh decide decided to create clones of Scrooge so that they could retrieve the golden papyrus. So he could use the golden papyrus to make this like, like supernaturally like binding contract. Right. Because they needed somebody from the McDuck line to retrieve the papyrus. Papyrus? 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 Papyrus. 
papaya. <laughs> um, and she was like, ooh, and then it's revealed by an even older McDuck as they're all being like hanging up, like they're all like being bound and they're all like captured together. And it was like, <laughs> oh, yeah, that's be- and it's like because if May and June are clones of Webby, then who's Webby a clone of? And they're all like, it's like, oh, well, don't don't you know? And I guess her DNA was like mixed. She's essentially like a clone of or the kid of Scrooge. No, she's the clone. Because we find out that um, uh, Mrs. Uh, Beakley, who's been raising her as her grandmother, right. found her in a foul uh, facility. Right. Huh. And uh, at at one point, a character, uh, I think it's Webby, says that, oh, Scrooge had actually had no like blood heirs. So Bradford, like, just literally just created one because right. he wanted to retrieve the golden papyrus. Interesting. Huh. Yeah, I thought that was, I thought that was like, after all the culmination of all of this happening, I thought that was believable. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And um, as they're kind of doing like the final fight, yeah. Um, they find, uh, and all of this is revealed, and which is a surprise to Scrooge as well. Um, as uh, as they're doing the final fight, and he's going full villain mode, um, the boys, um, me and the boys, uh, <laughs> they um, they find like a a clause. They they find like a a loophole in the contract. Yeah. Oh, and there, there's uh, Scrooge can't interfere in the fight at all. And this oh, is a, he's being held by like ethereal golden chains, which only appear when he tries to like move to intervene in the fight. I thought that That's, was a really cool visual. Yeah. So if he's just standing still, it's nothing. But if he tries to interfere, like they like manifest as if they're like always on him. Yeah. That 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 was cool. It's a cool. That, visual, that's cool yeah. shit. Yeah. So Mega Man, like. He-Man, like evil Mick Vulture, is like fighting the family, and um, the kind of like the the thinking one, the brains one, the 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 Cub Scout one, um, with his brother's help, they find out that uh, the there's like a, a loophole in the contract because um, family. <laughs> is a great adventure so if him and his family yeah can stay together but stop adventuring well i that was a little bit like hallmark for me that was a little bit like cheesy i like bradford's reaction when they say that to him he quite literally says that is the stupidest thing i've ever heard (laughs) like thank you yeah I mean and that then, is that is literally just them like hanging a lan- the writers hanging a lantern on Vin it. Diesel shows up with his <laughs> hand on like uh, the wheel of a car and like looks over and like does a nod and he's like family. And then he <laughs> runs over Vulture Man and uh but you know what? And we just see we just see like the the silhouette of like Paul Walker like sitting in the front seat of a car like And he looks over on the other side and he just just nods and then drives away. <laughs> rip it's in peace. It's been a long time. <laughs> rip, rip in peace, Paul Walker. Right? 
There we go. We somehow tied Paul Walker to the DuckTale verse. Uh, I mean, it has every other character. Right. And uh, But you know what? Wouldn't, wouldn't you know it? That severs the contract. Uh, yeah, that severs the contract. Um, and yeah, we get a... Uh, we, get, <laughs> we get a shot of like all of the family together which includes like the rescue rangers uh kit cloud kicker from tailspin and a whole bunch of other like just care some of whom i didn't even recognize but they're apparently all like noteworthy characters from uh from the show's pet from the show's past mm-hmm. and um they don't really need to defeat him like the his like will to fight like leaves or they knock the sword out of his hand or something like that. Uh, because like he loses the armor and like the sword and then like, like, like hot goth milf duck wizard shows up with some goons and she turns him. She's like, Ugh. Silly me for thinking that you could ever defeat Scrooge and like turns villain guy into like a normal vulture. Yeah. Like just not like an anthropomorphic one. So like normal birds do exist in this world. Yeah. And yeah. that kind of made my my mind. Uh, I was like, hold on. Do they eat chicken? <laughs> like, are, are there normal ducks? Like, do they go to the park and feed ducks? I like that opened up a lot of questions for me. And um, she turns him into a vulture and he just like does vulture things. He like scratches at his feathers and he flies over and lands on her shoulder. And then like she uses magic and teleports her and some goons away. I know that's silly and I shouldn't like think about that. But like. Like it's kind of like with um, uh, with Goofy. How he has a dog, Pluto. I, I, I was just gonna bring that up. In like the the world of like Goof Troop, there there are also like non talking dogs who act act like actual dogs. Imagine well, a question is, had a pet cat. I, yeah, and it's just a normal cat. <laughs> yeah. So like, none of these questions and more will be answered <laughs> in this episode of the Laser Comb Podcast. Um, fucking. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bojack Horseman addresses that weird question. Yeah. Yeah. Like, wait a second. Like, where does chicken come from? And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. Don't think about it. Because they're all like anthropomorphic, like animals, right? Yeah. Develop developmentally cloned and stunted chickens. Yeah. The horror. Yeah. yeah. Soylent green. <laughs> on the on the plus hand, it's just like okay. Now that medically assisted suicide is legal in canada i could be a financial burden to my family or i could go throw myself into the soylent green pit i mean making making the ultimate sacrifice (laughs) (laughs) i make me into wrigley's gum (laughs) i wonder how if you condensed me into my base atomic like particles how many sticks of hubba bubba bubble gum would I be? <laughs> how, how many licks does it get to the uh, to the to the cal neo cal center of a tootsie pop? Ooh, my. 
be like those stupid jawbreakers that they stopped releasing in Canada because like some kid choked up. It was like some kid like broke his tooth and then like swallowed his tooth and like choked to death or something. Something. But you remember we could buy them like the big ass like jawbreakers, right? That took you like weeks to <laughs> lick through. Are you talking about those big like giant like almost chalk like things that were on a yeah. stick? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> fucking took weeks and it's just they kind of very had, hard they kind of had and a they fl- had layers yeah they kind of had a flavor and texture similar to rockets yes but they were bigger and they were way and it was harder. hard to get through yeah yeah, yeah. fucking kill a man with that thing like, this, <laughs> like a smaller version of like a pool cue probably like harder to break <laughs> yeah. yeah those i think those are illegal here now huh. but we we have kinder surprise because our children don't swallow giant plastic <laughs> golf ball shaped uh toys uh yeah 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 <laughs> that's right american friends you can come across the border and get kinder surprise Ooh, what's the surprise <laughs> did it did ever show you the pickle surprise video on youtube yes you did okay Probably like eight years ago. I was going to say, it was ago. a long time ago. Yeah. And the surprise uh, is that you choke to death if you swallow it all. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Which shouldn't be a surprise, but it apparently is for some people. That's the surprise. Um, but surprise, yeah. Surprise, death. Surprise, death. Uh, how does this episode role come together? No death. Uh, well, well, actually, some people die. Some people actually die. <laughs> Which I was like, wow, uh, bold of you. Worse than to, death? To actually said, like kill off characters. Worse than death? Because, uh, because they're sent to like a plane of oblivion they can never return to? They, the, the end is that basically everyone lived happily ever after. All the heroes are safe. Uh, Donald and his girlfriend are just about to embark on their like sailing trip and they decide... To take the uh, the clones, May and June, uh, with them. Oh yeah, Webby. Right. We find out that Webby's name was April because she was the first clone. Yeah, Project 87, 88, 80, yeah, or whatever they were like called. But she, when she was like hovering and she moved the window, or she like hit the X over the window blocking, I was like, it's April, isn't it? Yeah. But but yeah, so Donald and his girlfriend are going to embark on their adventure together, and they decide to take the the clones with them which i'm like that's nice yeah they were only partially murderous i mean to be to be fair look the at the environment shot back wrong. and forth between like wanting family and being wholesome one of them was like stupidly like nice and the other one was like more cunning um i mean to be fair they are children <laughs> and they yeah. they were being used by the person who created them Exactly. So I, I think they deserve I, I think they deserve a shot at redemption. They do. Yeah. Gosh dang it. Gosh dang it. And uh yeah, it's revealed that uh Scrooge has a um uh a blood uh heir, biological heir, sort of. To uh and it and then yeah, he's got a daughter and uh yeah, and she he's ca- got a dad. She calls she calls him dad and he's like dad and she's like dad. And then uh Mrs. Beakley like is happy but also looks kind of sad and like goes to walk away as like they're hugging and then as she's walking away like webby like grabs her hand 
and they like group hug, which I'm like, oh, yeah, I like that. The the clear message of this episode, and it's a good message to, uh, in my opinion, is the is the the it's the chosen family that is what's important. Yeah, I like that. Yeah. And then uh, as the credits go, uh, that song, it's been a long term, <laughs> just starts playing. And, uh, you know, Paul Walker rides up on the, the highway next to you and drives off into the distance. The, the show, the series ends with... Um with a launch pad like fucking up he goes to like go be part of a group hug and they're like launch pad who's flying the plane oh and right Della's like i'm on it and she takes control and he's like wow wow launch pad that was a real close call and he goes and like leans over and opens like the cargo hold and they all go flying out and they all get sucked out um no and parachutes i might add nope no parachutes as like the upbeat like theme like starts playing and i'm like so we, they're falling to their death and like yeah, the, the theme song is like <laughs> so we're ending the 2017 ducktales cartoon with the happy upbeat theme as like all of the main cast are about to die and then as the song plays and the credits are playing i'm like wow it's kind of dark um it shows like people like uh, flailing and falling and then like that sorceress chick i can't remember who who it is um she was part she was like made from the shadow of like the milf goth wizard uh lena yeah lena um she like uses her power and catches some of them um some of them uh grab onto um darkwing duck's cloak which he famously would use as like a a parachute um gizmo like hover hovers and grabs like a few and they all they all have like a different sequence of how they're like surviving like the fall i would have preferred that we just ended on the note of them like falling to their deaths life is like a hurricane here in duckburg with that one chick like being like holy shit <laughs> Huey, dewey and louie are just like falling screaming <laughs> Uh, we don't see anyone actually land but then it just cuts to black and it's like the so, end thanks for watching i have a horror story <laughs> about uh og ducktales <laughs> okay I, I can't remember when it came out or what year it was but it was my last memory of ducktales and i was watching an episode and i don't know if it like the the slot it was in uh was wrong or like the episode was edited wrong, but like they were all in launch pads, like, um, uh, like water boat thing. Right. And, um, they were like going to crash and there was a storm, like a hurricane or like a tornado and something. And he was like, hold on. Oh, I don't know if we're going to make it. And it actually seemed like it was building dread and the episode just cuts and there's a commercial. And then when it came back, it was credits. I never watched DuckTales again. I thought they ended it by just fucking crashing them into a hurricane and dying. <laughs> and that was the last time I watched DuckTales. That, that's how freaked out and how much I actually thought as a kid 
that's what I thought happened. <laughs> and so you're watching this as an adult and you're like, oh God, not again. Oh, no. when, they all get, <laughs> when they all get sucked out, I'm like, no, no. So, and th- th- that me. immediately, kill me, kill me. I'm here. Do it. <laughs> um, and I immediately had flashbacks to that. And I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> but then it's like, they all they all found a way to to survive you know yeah they're adventurous ducks um you know what though they're anthropomorphic they can't fly i bet you the normal ducks in this world can fly yeah they can't even glide they should be able to but they can't why do they have feathers they don't have wings they have arms yeah no, uh, Why do they have feathers? Uh, because they are uh, they are descendants of dinosaurs, good sir. Mm. Non-flying d- dinosaurs, you see. Like the noble penguin. <laughs> <laughs> the mighty chicken. Well, they're, so you're saying that evolutionarily speaking they're actually not related to ducks. It's just convergent evolution. Sure. They happen to have ducks and webbed feet, but they're, they're not. Speciation, they, I, I would say they have a common ancestor and speciation uh, occurred at some point. And, and on... instead of humans, speciation occurred with all these other animals to result in bipedal, yeah. intelligent, much, much like how you know we exist and we're bipedal and uh, uh, intel intelligent, debatable, but highly intelligent creatures. But we still have other like primates that are lower on the evolutionary ladder. Well, we killed off the other smart ones. Like we killed after Neanderthal and like the pygmy. There were other, <laughs> there were other smart, different branches of uh, hominid, but uh some some of them we boned and uh, oh that's sorry that's true um neanderthals live do we, we have dna does we, yeah. we all have neanderthal trace amounts well, anyone DNA. from uh northern europe certainly certainly does so some of some of the other uh, uh bipedal primates we boned and others we, we ate with, we ate <laughs> yeah 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 all this evidence of um uh, the the Sovian man, right? Like or the Den- Denisovian or like whatever. All of these, like it's almost like every decade. There's like, hey, there's another intelligent, like upright, like species that like made tools instead. And it, yeah. Oh, oh. When did they disappear? The same time Homo sapiens were said to inhabit the area. Hmm. And I'm like, man, we could have had the, these multiple like species of intelligent things and humans did what we do best we fucking bashed them all over the head with a rock and or ate fu- them or fucked them or or fucked them or so both. i guess neanderthal yeah <laughs> <laughs> or with neanderthal we did both what if some of them were smarter than than humans but they weren't as violent well, there were. Looks like we came out on top. Uh, yeah, yeah, and I, 
I think the only reason why is just because of like our bodies had evolved in such a way to make us like more, um, more versatile in like spread out enough. Yeah. We, we, like we were more versatile in the kind of environments that we could survive in and whatnot. Yeah. It said that, um, during the height of the last ice age that human kind fell down to like a population of 10,000. So like we were almost just, we were almost gone. Yeah. It's like wild to, to think about like as the, the, um, polar ice caps and like tundra like came and swept across like the northern hemisphere well i hope that doesn't happen to this alternate universe of anthropomorphic ducks and dogs and well actually no there's multiple birds is there every animal i don't know or just a a lot of them there's dogs yeah there's definitely uh... dogs we've seen a variety of birds uh there's not really like fish people are there not that I, not that I'm aware of. No, think, think, <laughs> think, Cthulhu. There aren't. Well, <laughs> we just watched a random episode of 2017's Ducktales. Um, Christopher Siege, would you tune in next week? Absolutely. I'm actually going to watch the rest of the series. I'll probably just start again from the beginning because it was so long ago I- that I watched it. But yeah, no, I'm totally going to watch through this. I was really uh, enjoying this today when I watched it today. Honestly, I think this is actually like one of the best series finales I've ever, ever seen. Yeah. It's definitely top Even 10. without having watched it, I'm like, this is because they knew it was like going to end. It feels like they, they had three seasons planned. Yeah. Like it, it feels like like an ending. Instead of this nebulous, um, ooh, will there, won't there be like a fourth season? No, it it ended with all of them falling to their death. You know, um, what, you know what Avengers Endgame when uh, they're finally like on the battlefield at the end, and Cap is finally says Avengers assemble, and, and the, like the, the two ar- like comes to him, <laughs> and the two armies just like converge on one another. It straight up looks like a George Perez like wraparound Avengers comic cover. Uh, like that moment where it feels like everything has culminated into this moment. This is the end game. That's what this feels like. It does. One of the things very early on, I was like, this feels like, like DuckTales end game. Yeah. Yeah. And, 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 and it worked and it was silly enough and it was funny enough. And there were enough references that like, I've not watched none of it except this. And uh, yeah, I liked it. (coughs) Uh, and yeah, I think I'm here that. I think I'm going to ask uh, my partner if she wants to uh, check it out. Well, if you let me know if you don't, if you still have my Disney Plus login, because if you don't, I can send it to you. Ooh. Because it's all on there. Sweet. Well, all right. That was uh, episode 76 of the Lasercomb podcast. If you want to support the show, go to patreon.com slash lasercomb, L-A-Z-O-R-C-O-M-B. There's a bunch of uh, tiers. we got a $5 tier that gives you access to our uh, Patreon-exclusive podcast, the Super Lasercomb Patreon Super Show. Also, commentary tracks gives you the ability to pick a show for us, much like Cone Killer Confuser or Triple C himself. I'm going to start calling him that. <laughs> uh 
much like Triple C himself did, uh, you can pick a show for us to review on this podcast. Uh, that's at the $5 tier. It's also a $10 tier that um, I had an idea of something to add, but uh, we'll, 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 me and Cal can talk about that off air. Yes. Um, and uh, at the $20 tier, you get all of that, and you also get uh, unfettered access to literally years of like archival like outtake audio from every podcast we've ever done it's a lot of content hundreds is, of hours yeah. worth of audio of us just bullshitting basically yeah uh so patreon.com slash laser comb uh follow me on instagram at christopher siege join the discord link in the description as always uh if you want follow me on x the app formerly known as twitter at Lasercomb or at Lasercomb on Blue Sky if you're one of the uh, seemingly like 12 people who actually use that <laughs> platform regularly. I was really excited to get into it, but then, and I like, I, I like the platform. It's just, it's nothing going on there. Nothing going on there, man. You were waiting for that, that Blue Sky invite. And now waiting I have, and waiting. And now, now we, I have, now I have tons of invite codes that I literally can't give away. I've tried. No one wants them. Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay then. Yeah, yeah. You can follow me. I'm on the blue skies too, uh, Neo Cal, and on TikTok, uh, Neo Cal, and uh, I don't know, probably other places too. But the Discord is where you can actually like. It's something I actually check. <laughs> the laser comb Discord. Uh, we'll be back next week with episode 77 of the Laser Comb Podcast. And uh, I've gotten a few submissions from a couple of people Ooh. now. Uh, I'm going to cherry pick a little bit. And this Ooh. is one that I think you are going to like. So this comes from our patron, uh, Daniel uh, Heinrad80 himself. Uh, he, sent, he sent me a list of five things to watch and uh usually ask for a list because we either get through them or um it gives us an option yeah we can kind of we can kind of pick and choose what order we want to do them in yeah uh i'm also waiting on a list from uh our longtime patron jared so get that in jared because we'll we'll do you next after uh after heinrad's choice but uh Soon. yeah so of the five shows he pitched me uh we're gonna go with Farscape. Oh shit, dog! <laughs> Hell's I, yes. I knew you would be happy about that one. Uh, so list of Farscape episodes. Puppets, good. Space, good. <laughs> How many episodes does Farscape have? Feels like a lot. That is a good question. Ninety. If you count the two TV movies, which Wikipedia does as episodes. <laughs> All right. Um, Watch us roll 90. If we land <laughs> on the last episode, um, I'm getting kind of tired of doing series finales. We've done like three Wait. in a row now. I'm going to reroll. Has it actually been in a row? It's or been three it... in a row. It's the, been the... Robocop the series. Robocop series. Tech War. And, and now ducktales oh, right. the past three episodes it's been the last episode of a show 
So if we if we land on uh, the last episode again, I'm re-rolling. <laughs> All right, gonna hit screen share here, and Alakanooch. 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 Uh, so yeah, one random number between one and ninety. Here we go. Where it stops. Do 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 do. do. 19 thank god <laughs> all right what is episode 19 that is the first season what is it no yeah yeah that would be the first season ah oh, it's a two-parter god damn it nerve part one all right no i'm re-rolling <laughs> come on people there we go the, i i should have known should have known 15 okay what is that not a two-parter Durka returns a uh, collision with a Nibari ship brings a Nibari criminal named Chiana to Moya, along with a mentally cleansed Captain Durka, much to the surprise of Rigel. Those were words. <laughs> Those were words. <laughs> None of that made any goddamn sense to me. But Those were words. Yeah, I was going to be like, I watched the show, but I... Those are words. It's sci-fi words. It's sci-fi Don't worry words. about it. It's sci-fi yeah. words and also Team America words because the guy's yeah. name is Durka. That's immediately what I thought about. I'm <laughs> yeah. like, the guy's name is Durka. <laughs> really? Uh, I'm going to try and refrain from making Durka Durka jokes on the next episode. And yet, <laughs> it's impossible. An impossible act of willpower. Well, I have I'm to sure try, you. damn it. Anyway, we'll be back next week with uh, that. And until then, I've been Siege, one of your hosts. And I'm Neo Cal, your other host. Uh, thanks for listening. We will uh, uh, tailspin you next week. <laughs> we'll figure out if people eat chickens in Duckburg <laughs> next week. Bye-bye.